the only person that can make people smile besides a comedian is a dentist. All right. And so that's just the reality. Okay. And so, but, but behind every great dentist is an even better treatment coordinator, right? So you obviously need somebody answering the phones and helping patients through case acceptance. And so that is what we're going to be discussing today is we're going to be discussing the first steps of the funnel and making patients smile. All right. So we like to reverse engineer everything, right? And so um, what I mean by that is when you look at developing new business, you need to work backwards from patient backwards, right? And so you need to understand, uh, all right, the outcome is case acceptance, okay? The outcome is in many practices and what a lot of times what we do is, you know, we primarily only focus on, you know, uh, full restorative or reconstructive, you know, denture replacements, all on fours, you know, implants and things like that. Anything cosmetic, right? Because that's the emotional side of the decision. So uh, in this case, and in this funnel's case, uh, what we'll discuss is, you know, the outcome being an emotional patient who's been looking for help for the last 10 to 15 years finally has the money to be able to do that and decides to go and get help. All right. And you are there as an option to be able to help that person. All right. And so what is the funnel that is required in order to take that person through a process and or those people through a process and measurably take a percentage of them because you're not going to get them all into a case acceptance all right and so the biggest thing that a lot of people uh, do not think about is the early stages of the sales cycle and the little nuances that affect the later stages of the sales cycle and we spent a lot of time discussing in the first few episodes you know, how those early stage relationships affect, you know, the later stage relationship in, in the cycle. And a very simple example of this is, you know, the person who called in uh, and listened, you know, to that person, you know, the person who picked up the phone, listened to that person for 15 or 20 minutes, you know, they describe their story. They're not going to go and just retell that story to somebody else on the phone, right? They're committed to you. They've made that micro commitment, that relationship commitment. They've told you their life story. You listen to them. They felt good and they came in, all right? And, and once they're in, that is the part where you have to decide how you can help them get that procedure or if they're even a candidate at all, right, at that point. So the, the point is, is what do you do to establish the Lego blocks of the funnel, all right? And so today we're gonna talk about pre-framing, right? What makes that patient at the very end when you're reverse engineering your funnel from patient outcome case acceptance backwards to sales process and treatment coordinator and dentist being involved in a case acceptance process, backwards to patient found you and filled out a form and, uh, you know, determined that they were going to get this particular type of procedure, back to where did I actually end up finding this patient in the first place? Was I advertising to people who weren't going to spend any money? Uh, being, you know, for one example, um, you know, if you have a, um, you know, mother of, you know, mother or say father of three, okay, and, you know, they're missing a tooth, are they going to spend money on their tooth before they spend money on their children? No, of course not, right? That's just not what you're going to do. That's not going to be a priority in your life. But if you are a single father or mother of three and your children are old enough and, you know, you're on the market, you are going to be advertising on plenty of fish because if that person's missing a tooth. They have an emotional reason to get that problem fixed, right? Um, if you want to replace dentures, 
you need to ensure that your ads appear where people have dentures, right? So that generally means that it's a publication that's 55 or 60 plus, um, you know, with really big font. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, that was just, okay. So, uh, but at the end of the day, you guys know what I mean, right? Be in, be in places where your target market is, right? Don't be in places they're not. That's number one, okay? But you need to understand what the preframe is in the funnel process, Okay, and so again, when we talk about reverse engineering it to case acceptance back towards found you, there was one reason why they chose to get into contact with you, and that's because you made them nod their head. All right, and so what is the preframe? Okay, so the preframe is anything in, in, in most steps or most, you know, advertising, I guess, you're used to, or any type of sales process that you're used to. All right, the preframe is simply something that positions you as that authority, right? Um, or answers a question, essentially, right? And so when you are answering that question for somebody and pre-framing yourself as the authority and to, to answer that question, okay, um, it makes your sales cycle at the later stages just a little bit easier, all right? So that's number one. So pre-frame in many cases, all right, it could be an article in a newspaper uh, that's PR that's, that has a Washington Post URL beside it, right? And underneath it, you're talking about um, a specific new procedure that you're doing. There's a lot of virtual dentistry out there now. So some folks are, you know, doing uh, assessments via an app. And then, you know, the patient only has to make one visit as opposed to three, right? Because they can get all their measurements, they can come in and then get it fitted. And then they're, they're gone, right? So that's, that's kind of, you know, the the pre-frame aspect, right? In, in, in what we run in, in our sort of funnel process, our core funnel process, generally the pre-frame is anything from a video to a checklist, uh, to a guide, to a book, right? Um, some sort of access to something that answers their question. And in, in most cases, it's, uh, you know, I need to replace my dentures and I need to figure out the different procedures out there to replace my dentures. So I'd like to download some sort of guide to learn about that first. Okay, so you're not selling them anything first. Okay, the pre-frame process in the funnel has nothing to do with selling anybody anything. Okay, you're not selling. You are simply educating. All right. And so, um, you know, in essence, when you look at that process and what you're doing, uh, you are establishing yourself to take away your first, second, and sometimes even third impression uh, when that person physically comes into the office, all right? So if they saw your article, for instance, in, you know, the Washington Post, right, and you were a revolutionary dentist that was doing, you know, this, this really, you know, laser surgery, essentially, and you're just doing an all on for or sort of a same-day surgery for, um, you know, replacing a, a set of dentures, um, you know, just like probably any other dentist, but they wrote about you and maybe you did magic tricks for them before they came into the office and that was sort of the, the crux of the article. Um, you know, that, that person is not really going to let somebody else's bad day probably affect their decision, all right? Or if you've been the only person that has taken the time through some sort of series, uh, which we'll get into in the later stages of the funnel, um, to educate them, then you have won by making sure that that patient understands exactly what he or she needs prior to coming into the practice. And when they do get there, it's a conversation about outcome, right? So um, pre-frame and, and what to do and sort of the, the, the Lego blocks of the funnel. 
Second step generally with a preframe is your lead magnet. So after I've you've framed me, uh, you know, what are we going, how are we going to attract you, right, to maybe download something or click on something, right? And so in many cases, you know, uh, again, we're talking about your, your lead magnet um, could be in the form of something where you're phys they're physically downloading something, right, with another sort of option where they can come in and get a consultation, right, and get, get a sort of meeting with the dentist for 20 minutes or half an hour or a Skype consultation or a phone consultation to meet them face-to-face, -face. all right? And so your lead magnet is anything from, again, a video, an educational video to a guide to a checklist to anything that offers that patient a little bit of value without selling them at the initial, at the initial step, right? And that's when you get into your third step, which is, you know, what, what most people call your core offer, but in the dental world, it's not the core offer. It's the ask for the consultation, right? So I've given you education. I've shown you that I know what I'm talking about. Do you mind having a discussion about how I can do this for you? All right. And again, the most important part or the most important aspect to any you know, growth of any business, okay, is understanding, you know, the nuances of the people who are asking for your service, right, period. I mean, it's just simple. You, if you understand exactly what drives that person, and in dental, okay, when a person needs a new set of teeth or they're missing a tooth, all right, um, you know, it's a very emotional thing, all right? I mean, at the end of the day, sure, you might be the only person besides a comedian that can make somebody smile, but dentists are really not thought of until you're in pain or you can't get a date, right? So the, the most important part to remember is you just need to be that dentist, that person that ensures that you're not just wasting a ton of money in ads, sending them to just contact pages like everybody else is and spending all sorts of money with, you know, Google and Facebook and whatever else, sending them to things that really don't educate your patient and just, you know, just telling them that you're there. I mean, it could be really good for brand development. I know lots of dentists who are spending millions of dollars on just what they call a 360 campaign with, uh, um, you know, some major corporation that, that is charging them millions to run a campaign like Coke, right? Where when they physically want to actually look and see where their conversions are coming from, like, you know, Coke understands that they're maybe not going to get someone to apply for a form and go into a corner store and buy Coke, right? Um, but... Uh, or Pepsi or whatever, but at the end of the day, um, you know, a dentist needs that, right? You need that flow. So in order to uh, understand the patient behavioral process, you just have to kind of ride the flow, right? Just ride with it. Understand what that is, all right? And so um, if you know that somebody is, uh, you know, looking for uh, next step in their life, then be there for them, right? Don't be where the people aren't looking for that next step in their life, all right? And don't try and give away free teeth whitening to students or, you know, uh, Invisalign and, and, and compete on some sort of really low price on Invisalign. I mean, as we all know, Invisalign's opened up a number of retail locations and great for them. That's, a, that's their business expansion model, right? They, they worked for years in a distribu distribution model and they decided to take it to the patient direct because that's exactly how you grow as a business, right? If you're a lab, we've worked with many labs, right? We have one great friend in Toronto, right? She basically generates patients for her dentists. Like that's next level, right? When you're, when you're a lab and you're generating dent, uh, patients for your dentists, 
And you know that, you know, you're going to charge the dentist 10 grand for that all on four or whatever, you know, full, full bridge or what have you, uh, you know, why wouldn't you go after the patient? Why wouldn't you be a lab that takes a patient and says, yeah, of course I can refer you to a dentist and here's the dentist and, and they're going to do a great job and take really good care of you. And I know they're empathetic and they care about you and that's all they care about. Right. And understand that not everybody is going to buy from you. So you need to make sure that you just pre-frame them all, put them through a specific process so you can get a predictable outcome. All right. And that's about it. This was a very short episode. It's 12 minutes. I know you kind of like to hear me ramble on sometimes. I'm sorry about that. I did not want to go to 25 minutes today, um, but 12 minutes of this. I'm going to make this one short. Uh, really hope you enjoyed it. Look, if, if you need any help, we're always here for you, all right? And I don't, <laughs> I, I'm actually setting up my own pre-frame here, and you know that, right? And that's, that's the beauty of this is that you need to understand that everybody that is looking to help or that, that is, you know, a patient that's looking for help, you know, you are the experts, right? And, you know, in this business, we're the experts, right? We know how to generate dental patients that that's it right that's what we do really well we're just the field goal kickers of dental implant patients right? that's what we do really well we like to try and relay this to other dentists to help them uh, generate maybe you know uh, patients that are in their uh, categories not everybody does implants of course or all in fours and so on so of course these methodologies and what you follow are very uh, are very applicable to general dentistry and, you know, anything else like emergency dentistry and things, well, emergency dentistry have to do with implants, but um, anything general dentistry related, uh, it can be also applied to, right? Education, ask more education, right? Lots of, lots of systems out there that you can use to, to generate that. Now, if you're an implant dentist, of course, then again, and, and what, you know, what we do is, is we're the dental we're the, basically the field goal kickers of dental implants, right? And, and the reason being is why we always pitch dental implants is, you know, if you did one all-on-four surgery a day as opposed to 10 clinical, um, you know, you're not out there on the field all day long, right? The field goal kicker literally works one hour out of the full NFL year, right? Like that person works one hour out of the year and they make like $2 million. Okay? They literally run on 10 seconds, kick the ball, and they're off watch the rest of the game. Of course, there's preparation. And so we know that or you're not working one hour, but your actual job related, um, you know, responsibilities take one hour, right? So sure, you may have to take, you know, 10, 15 hours prepping a patient, which you would never have to do, right? But a field goal kicker has to do that, right? In the dentist world, you would take three or four hours, perhaps max, prepping a specific patient and, you know, a couple hours putting, uh, putting you know, putting the procedure and, uh, and from there, you have now maximized every valuable minute in your day, all right? And so there's how I uh, elongated the podcast by another four minutes. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Drive safe, be safe, and most of all, make patients smile.